When God called me into full-time ministry and I was volunteering as a youth pastor at another church, I had no idea really what I was getting into. I just knew I had to follow God and where he was leading me. So that led here. Uh, this place was my first full-time job and I had started with three teenagers, ended up having a service on Wednesday nights here with 40 kids. And so God really started shaping me and speaking to me and preparing me really for what was next in my life and ministry. And so I have very good memories and some tough memories of how God shaped me in ministry as I began. As God worked in me and prepared me as that youth pastor at that church, one of the things, some of the things that I learned that he taught me was seeing the need for our young people to connect in a deeper way with our church. I would see teenagers that would turn 16, get their driver's license, or they would graduate from high school, and then they would just leave church, and I wondered why that was. And so he placed that burden in me for, why was that happening? And I saw that there was a need for people not just to know about God, not just to walk an aisle, pray a prayer, but that people would really know God. A John 17, 3, knowing God, that was an intimate uh, relationship with him. And so as God worked in me to prepare me, I went to a seminary class that was just an elective. And a guy named Ed Stetzer taught the class and I learned about church planting. And I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could plant a church. And so as I took that class, God began to put the pieces together. And eventually one day there would be a meeting. And that meeting would be myself and a couple other guys, actually three gentlemen from this community. And we actually met across from my parents' farm in a house across the street, the home of Doris Hickson. And as we were there, we discussed the need for this new work to reach people that weren't being reached, to reach our young people, to deepen people's relationship with God in a, in a more profound way. And so from that meeting, uh, TCAR, the idea of TCAR emerged. So this is Coryton Church. This is where it all started for us when I left Blue Springs as a youth pastor and came here to be mentored by Rocky, to form our core group, to learn for a year, and then go out to launch the church. In 2002, I had the opportunity to, to meet Marty Shelton and uh, sat down with him and learned about his vision to plant a church up in the Rutledge area. And uh, we were on board. We loved him, loved what he wanted to do. And so we actually brought him on staff here at Corton Church for a year. And then for the next three years after that, after the church launched, we, uh, we gave money to help him uh, in that launch. And uh, Marty's vision was to be a kind of church that was different from the other churches that hopefully would reach people that the more traditional churches didn't reach. It takes different kinds of churches to reach different kinds of people. And there's not a right or a wrong way to do church. There are just different ways, and different ways appeal to different kinds of people. And so the church at Rutledge would be a different kind of church that would appeal to a different kind of person. It would be a part of the same body of Christ as the more traditional churches in Rutledge and the greater East Tennessee area. And we were thrilled to be a part of it. We brought him here. We brought several other people who started to, uh, the church and were a part of the launch and they got involved in ministries here. We showed them how we did things so they could formulate how they would do things when they launched. We equipped workers. 
and uh, and then they we set them free and they went and launched and the rest is history if someone came to me and wanted to plant a church the big thing would be would my spirit bear witness with the spirit of the Lord and their spirit that they were capable of doing this was this a person that was not only called to do it but was he capable because a lot of people want to do things they can't do and I'll never forget there's a guy that ended up being an IMB missionary eventually and I sat with him years ago and, and uh, I said you can do this and he said why do you think so I said I just believe you can and when I sat down with Marty, the same thing. I thought, this guy really is called by God. He really can do this. And so we wholly endorsed him. Welcome to the very first official campus of the church at Rutledge. This is where we had our first small group meetings. We started small groups six months before we ever did our first service. And the reason we did that, it was an intentional uh, pursuit to go after a church that was modeled after the Acts 2 community we saw from scriptures. And so we wanted people to be in community together. We wanted them doing life together. We wanted to emphasize that the church was the people and it was the people in the community all day, every day, not just on Sundays in a building. And so we started small groups here at the home of Brady and Cena Howerton. And it was the first time we had ventured outside of Coryton Church where our mother church was sponsoring us where we started to start our first meetings in Granger County and so we did that here we also had our band formed here and practiced in the basement of Brady's house for about six months before that first service just fine-tuning things learning how to do the sound with the equipment that we had we'd bought and so this was our first home campus here in Granger County. Now what you see behind me here is Kingswood Chapel, which is in Bean Station, at Kingswood Home for Children. And other than the Tomato Festival, where we had our very first service, which was an interesting service in and of itself, we began our first services here and would become our home for our Sunday morning worship gatherings. And how that came about is for years I had volunteered at Kingswood working with the children. Uh, I knew a guy named Steve Walker. He was, our, he was the campus minister here. And as we began to look for a place to start our worship services, we ran into a little resistance. We tried to get into the local schools and were not, not able to do that and kept looking for buildings which were, were not in abundance here in, in Granger County. And so my friendship with Steve created what we thought was uh, plan A to be in the schools, we figured out quickly that really God intended for us to be here at Kingswood and for many reasons. But Steve openly invited us and said, hey, this is just us, the kids and a few house parents using this big chapel, would you come and be a part of here and get your church started here? It'd be good for us. It would be good for, uh, as we would come to see, it'd be good for our church. Uh, being around the, the children here, the parents of the children, as we would get to know them, it was interesting uh, that it, it hit really at the heart of TCAR and the kind of church we were to be. Another really interesting fact about the church at Rutledge is, is the first people who became Christians in our church were actually baptized in this pool 
at Brady and Cena's house. Maybe it's part of that different, really different aspect of T-Car. Uh, we didn't go to a lake or a pond or someplace like that. Didn't have a baptistry. Even when we started at Kingswood, uh, there was no baptistry in the church. So we would schedule and have get-togethers here at Brady's home and do baptisms here in his swimming pool. See, it was here at Kingswood and being around those students, the kids, the families that were so broken that we developed a strong heart for serving other people, for giving when no one could give back. And we saw our church formed around people who were just broken, marginalized, discouraged. They felt like there was no hope. And so TCAR became known as a church uh, one person refers to it as the island of misfit toys, that it's just broken people trying to come together and, and seeing what God could do in the midst of that. And so learning to serve, learning to uh, reach out with the gospel in the most difficult of circumstances. And so that's what I would say to TCAR today is we are still that church that is in Revelation 22, as we'll talk about today, that uh, as we long for the return of Christ, because we know how that will change things, that it will mean an eternity with Him, that even in the midst of longing for Him to return so that we can be with Him forever, that it's not just a hope for the future, it's a, it, it can change the present. That even though this world is broken, even though families are broken, even though lives are broken, even so, when Jesus comes into the picture, it can change things and can bring healing, can bring restoration. And so we say today, even so, come Lord Jesus.